live today. Antonio, my man, how are you? I'm doing excellent, my man. We were just chatting, and, you know, I kind of getting a little annoyed because I'm getting on my own podcast. I'm the host. Everyone's one-upping me big time with their backgrounds, and uh, I was just telling them I need to figure out somehow to get Wi-Fi in my detached garage so I can get my minis in the back. I think I wanted to just actually do it from inside the mini, maybe. That would be kind of funny. <laughs> that would be pretty cool. That would be cool. Uh, for those that aren't watching, Antonio's in like his spray booth. We'll get into all of that later. But he's got his awesome like branded mini that's like hand painted in the back. It looks awesome. Oh yeah, that's it's the daily once the weather gets warm because the motor's coming out of the red car and there's there's so many projects going on. Hell yeah, we're gonna get into it. <laughs> and uh, you know, as we're recording this, I think. I'm coming up on 2,000 total listens, which is kind of crazy to me. Um, I don't know if that's good or not, but that just seems like, damn, people have listened to this shit 2,000 times. <laughs> that's fun. That's cool. I know. I'm having fun. Everyone seems to be enjoying it. And um, yeah, day by day, I guess. It was fun. That's it, man. One day at what? a time. That's all we could do. One day at a time. <laughs> All right, brother, let's get into it here. I want to know, um, you know, we've been chatting, you know, on and off for several years now. I feel like I, I you know, I met you early on and when in my many um, adventures here. And I feel like you've had a, a long history with minis, uh, new and old. Um, so let's get into it. What's your first like memory of the classic mini? I know that you, I think, had one in high school. It was your first car, maybe. Yeah, so it goes even further back than that. So we'll say 1998, 1999. Um, I used to hang out at, it was my uncle's brother's auto body that was restoration and collision. And uh, he had a lot of Fiat's. He had a lot of NGB's. And uh, one car just stood out from the rest. And it was his 1963 Cooper S replica is the car that I'm building right now for myself as a tribute to him. Yeah, I really want to get into that later. We'll we'll kind of circle back to that cuz I I really like that car, but um so so it wasn't a Cooper S at the time. It was a you know, a replica <laughs> or had Cooper S bits. I, you, we all know how minis go. Yeah. Like we see it all the time, Cooper S's and it's like, "All right, is it an actual Cooper S or has a Cooper S Cooper has bad or has have Cooper has brakes? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, so basically, so my whole life I was under the impression it was an S, but um, I actually, Josh Amato owns the car out of uh, Florida right now because it went through a handful of people before it got to him because I was trying to buy the car back, but at the same time I was trying to get this business off the ground and I had yeah. to make sacrifices and I'm like, if it falls into my lap, great. If not, maybe I'll just build the car yeah so he um i did find out it's a cooper vin but it's not a cooper s but it has all the cooper s bits gotcha and, you know as like an eight nine year old that purple violet color which by the way was my uh so his name was julio that was my uncle's brother he was like really bad eyesight and they just kept putting more ultraviolet and more ultraviolet and the car was supposed to be black with a little bit of blue and they rolled it out of the booth 
and it was just purple. And they're like, all right, that looks pretty awesome. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, hey, let's just get into that car because it is cool. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's a, such a unique color. Did he have like a mini color he wanted or he owned the body shop? So he was just kind of, you know, spitballing with it, making it unique. He was He was a mini nut. So he had four projects going on at the same time, which is funny because I have four right now. So he had that car he was building. Um, then he had a Toyota MR2, which Kit Car Magazine back in 1995 still have his original copy, did the yellow wide-body Mini in Portugal over the top of the Gen 1 MR2. So he had the MR2 body for the donor. He had a 64 Cooper for that car. Then he had another Mini that he was working on. There were shells everywhere around the shop. 1275s were a dime a dozen back then, and Seven Enterprises was still in Virginia, so he used to drive down and get all his parts. And like, you could you could buy it, you could build a whole mini for like ten grand back then, a yeah, whole it's... car like restored. Yeah, and I just, wow. I remember being younger, and I still have like the old Mini Sport, the yellow seven catalogs, and like <laughs> the prices make me sick. <laughs> yeah 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 my s came with a bunch of old catalogs and uh, i'm trying to blank on that was it mini city was that was that out uh east yeah mini mini city ltd was up in new york for a while yep yeah yeah i have that old catalog and it's like it's like in like a kind of like a plastic like a um, snappering binder type of thing and oh yep. man it's cool it's cool to look <laughs> through those so your uh uncle and you said his name is julio yeah it was julio yep Julio, he, um, so he had this auto body shop. This was in local to you? Yeah, this was in my hometown. It was probably like 10 minutes from my house. Oh, cool. So you basically grew up around, you know, British cars, minis, and, and kind of fell in love that way, huh? Yep, I fell in love with, the mini was the first love, and then I just, I was like, oh, there's more. There's bug-eyed sprites with the same engine. There's yeah. midgets, there's MGBs. Like, it just, as a little kid, like, even going into elementary school, like we would have projects and then like the teachers thought I was absolutely insane because I'd be like, how can I incorporate the mini in this assignment? So we did a Suez Canal gas crisis in fifth grade and it was about like Europe and this and that. And I did the whole project on the mini and my teacher's like, go. well, I can't, I can't fail you because you did the project, but you did nothing with the books in school, but I got a B <laughs> for it because I was like... I was like, this car is way ahead of its time. It's front wheel drive. It opened up the world to all these commuter cars. We wouldn't have front wheel drive if it wasn't for the Mini. The A-Series is a revolution that no one thinks about. It's true. It's true. And and that, that kind of goes into my next question. Like, what attracted you to the Mini? What was it about the Mini that was special to you? I mean, obviously, your uncle and stuff, you kind of grew up around it. But, you know, to me, it's kind of like that thing. It's like it's such a unique car that people don't understand the history behind it. There's so many things, like not just front wheel drive, not just tra like there's like a ton of things like the suspension. What was it about the Mini that really drew you in, especially at a young age? So the thing that really drew me into the Mini was the car was symmetrical all the way down. If it was a twin tank car, it had the two gas tanks, it had the two taillights the center exhaust, like if you split the car down the middle with the center speedo, mm -hmm. it was it was just like, it was just so unique, it was so different. 
that was the coolest thing ever. The overriders, all the chrome. It just there was there was so many things that just I fell in love with the car at first sight. Uh, it's hard for me to pinpoint too, but that's kind of what happened to me too. It's just like, I, I don't remember a specific thing, but it's just like such a, to me, it just was like, bing, like, you know, I don't know. It just yeah. has that unique feeling about it. I like that sy symmetrical because I always liked the center exhaust. I know not all minis have center exhaust, but mm -hmm. you know, you see a lot of them that have that center exhaust and you know, my, mine now I, I noticed that I've added like not symmetrical things i put the one spotlight on the side i have the the hood strap on one side and on the back i put the reverse light on the other side so i kind of made it like the opposite but yeah i like that answer the the center speedo and everything about it is just you know pretty unique i mean obviously there's definitely some uh interesting cars out there like mclaren f1 with the center seat and all that kind of stuff but um you know the mini's right up there and i think a lot of people just Maybe maybe in the United States just don't quite know how much is, you know, I, for example, we'll, we'll kind of go down this rabbit hole. I'll go to a meet or whatever. People are like, oh, how do you lower this or blah, blah, blah. And I was like, actually, it's uh, this. They're not coilovers. It's on a rubber cone. They're like, what? <laughs> it's like no, they, they just can't fathom. I was like, yeah, it looks like a plunger. <laughs> Yeah, it, it literally, yeah, it looks like a plunger. It holds the car up, and it's the most fun you could have with your trousers on, as the British people say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's and that's just one of the unique features about the Mini that was pretty revolutionary at the time. Let's see. Um, so yeah, so. Um... We talked about kind of your your history with it, your uncle, um, and he had a bunch of minis, and he had this auto restoration shop. Is that kind of where you learned? I know that you tinker on your cars. You obviously have your own auto body shop now that you're restoring cars. Is that kind of where you got the love for it? Yeah, that, that's exactly where I got the love for it. How long did you take before you kind of jumped right into it? Because I know, I think when we first met, was it you were in working at, you know, like a mini dealership at, in a service area? Did you know that you always wanted to kind of go auto body versus like, you know, auto tech maybe mechanical wise? Yeah. So I was, um, I was always a painter. I actually, I went to school for auto body and I did all okay. of that, um, so his shop was taken over by his son back right around 2011, 2012. Mm -hmm. And, um, he made it all collision. He's doing a phenomenal job with the shop right now. Shout out oh, to good. Johnny De Silva. And, um, I was the painter down there for years. So I was always auto body. Just what happened was I built that 2006 Cooper S that I'm known for. Mm -hmm. Um, the car, the car made modern mini back in 2017 um, I got crazy looks at it down at H2O in 2014 <laughs> and, um, it was a R53 made to look like a classic mini. It had the gauges in the binnacle. I got rid of the vents. It had the bullet mirrors. I shaved the doors. It was like, I had my Mark one that was a shell off to the side that I was dreaming of one day finishing. And I'm like, I need something to get this out of my system. So 
let me retro out this mini and I put wired wheels on it and more chrome and it was just it was like no other R53 on the road. Yeah, I I don't think I've seen a post from you about that, but I think I remember that mini when it came out at the time because I mean, as a high schooler, I didn't I didn't have a classic car at the time, you know, they're not they weren't very prevalent in Texas. So I did have an R53 and I was into, you know, the the mini mags at the time and all that kind of that scene. I mean, that was that that early 2000 scene of kind of yep. modifying your cars. I do I mean, if I'm thinking of the right one, I'll have to look up after this and see, but yeah, that's crazy. And that's cool that you yeah. ended up actually working and painting at your uncle's shop after the fact, right? Yep. So actually what we did is I had, I was working out of the house and, um, as far as everything goes, the booth that was at my house was fine, but we actually built the tribute car at the Silva's auto to kind of redo everything again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's jump into, um, all of your current classic minis, I guess, or past, I'm, you know, I don't know the whole story. Okay. So like, um, how did you find your first classic mini or, uh, you know, any interesting stories about that? Yeah, that, that's actually a really great story. So, um, Julio just loved the guy. He was awesome. He got me into cars, but he was just, he didn't sell any minis. Like <laughs> when I got into high school, I was working for him on the side and I'm like, Julio, I got to have a classic. And he'd be like, Oh, Tony, you know, it took me a while. I got all these cars. I can't get rid of them. And I'm like, I just, I wanted to buy one so bad. And they just, they weren't for sale. So um, what happened was he unfortunately did get really sick. And um, one, two of his cars ended up getting sold, a couple shells and a running driving 67 Mark one had a 998 swap in it, almond green. It was a cool car. So I was working as a detailer at a Buick GMC dealer. And one of my good friends came up to me kind of like a surprise and was like, Hey, um, I work with this guy who used to work with your uncle and, um, he wants you to go to his house. And I was like, all right, cool. I was like, you know, and then he mentions his name and I'm like, Oh, I was like, Nick, Nick was the body guy who taught me a lot when I was younger. And we used to paint hot wheel cars to look like my uncle's mini. And that oh, was cool. our Saturday thing. We'd go to the garage and we would paint hot wheel cars and we would sit there with like a book of matches. We would do the headlights and the taillights and paint the stripes on. And it was like, it was the best day ever. <laughs> That's fun. Yeah. And, and uh, and anyway, so I go up to his house and he was like, oh, hey, I, I got Julio's old mini here. And I'm like, oh, my God. And like, I'm a detailer at a, a dealership. I'm making like, I think 1150 an hour. I'm like, <laughs> dude, I can't afford a classic mini even if one was for sale. So, yeah. you know, this was uh, winter of 2011. And he was like, I'll sell you the car for $3,500. Wow. And I was like, I was like, okay. And yeah. And, and I was like, wow, too. And I'm like, dude, like, I, I don't even have $100 to my name right now. Because I was driving the blue Mini around that, like, was on the ground breaking oil pans and just being a young, crazy kid. Like, 
right, living right. paycheck to paycheck. <laughs> right, 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 right. So I'm like, I was like, dude, I was like, I got to have this car. I was like, I got to have a, it's a real Mark one. I got to have it. Like, he's like, tell you what, he goes, he's like, come up with some money down. We'll work out a payment plan. He goes, this is your car. He goes, let's figure it out. That's awesome. So I was like, I was like, all right, man. I was like, cool. So the, all that winter, I'm like scrambling around. I'm like, I got to come up. I'm like, maybe if I give him a thousand down, maybe if I give him 500 down, I'm like, Maybe he'll let me work on it while I'm paying him. I'm like, I gotta figure this out. <laughs> right, right, right. So um, I ended up giving him fifteen hundred down when tax return season came, Perfect. and then, and then he taught me, he taught me the value of a dollar, which was insane. But I paid him a hundred dollars every Sunday until the car was paid off. Wow. And as wow. soon as it was paid off. We, because the car ran, but it needed work. The, uh, it was a 998 swap with a rod change and the bushings were like, the bushings have left the chat. They were gone. <laughs> so the shifter was on the ground. So like when I went to go test drive it at his house, you had to like pull the shifter up and it was right hand drive. So it was my first time. So I had to pull the shifter up and shift and hold it or else it would drop down and hit the ground. Oh, jeez. So but like i was like i was driving the car and i'm like oh my god i was like i was like i got a mini and i was like by the time i paid it off it was 2012 and i'm like oh my god i'm gonna have the car for this whole season i'm ecstatic so i made i finished making payments and he goes when are you getting the car out of here and i'm like i do that i i don't know i gotta call someone with a trailer i gotta figure it out so we had to figure out a trailer and i was like Again, you know, you're working for a detailer at a dealership. Like nowadays, I have a shop, a trailer. I call six people. I could get a car in 10 minutes. Back then, it was like, uh, my parents got a Durango. I don't know if the hitch is rated for anything. Uh, we'll, fi we'll figure it out. So my friend calls me, and he's like, hey, I got a landscape trailer. Will it fit? I was like, I'm <laughs> I was like dude, I'll make it fit. <laughs> so so we go up there with this landscape trailer mind you it's like i mean that thing's small so we go up with the landscape trailer a few hours before that i put new bushings in so i could get the shifter in gear properly so i like it was like an all-day affair and my and nick who sold me the car actually has an auto body uh next town over and he was, he's like, I'm going to have to charge you extra for working on the car now that you own it on my property. Like, he was always joking around with me, and he knew how bad I wanted the car. So right. we, we put it on a landscape trailer. He always called me Junior growing up because my dad's Antonio, too. So he goes, he goes he's, like, he's like, don't drive this car until it's registered and it's drivable. He goes, I know how you are. I said, dude, don't worry. He's like, it's going to the shop. That's it. So that night we get it back to the shop and me and my best friend are there and we're like, dude, we got to take this car out for a ride. Let's go drive it. Yeah, so, let's go. I got. I, I, so I take the plate off my blue mini. I'm like, it's a mini. Maybe they won't know. <laughs> they won't know. So it was uh, in Connecticut. The antique plates were black and white at the time and the passenger plates are blue and white. So like, Okay. I put it on the back of it and I'm like, 
oh, dude, that, that looks terrible. Like, we're t- so we leave, we leave the shop, no brakes. I'm like pumping the brake. I'm like trying to get the thing into gear. First time, like really on the road, driving right hand drive. You know how the factory mini lights are. It's like, I got candles on. It's like 10 o'clock at night. And I'm like, dude, this is the greatest. So we pull into a gas station and there's a cop sitting across the street and we fill the car up with gas. And I'm like, nonchalantly like, yeah. And we pull out of the gas station and the cop gets behind us. And I'm like, Oh no, like this is not what I wanted to happen. And I don't know, man. Michael Caine came over my head and the music started playing and I killed the lights <laughs> and so I brought... I, <laughs> <laughs> I felt like I was at top of the building at Pinaferina. I killed the lights. I dropped that car in a second gear. I think I did 70 on the back road home. Put the car in my parents' garage, shut the door and like waited there. And I'm like, well, I think we got away. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. <laughs> hysterical i was like i was like edge of the seat and there's no dash lights on that car even when they're on you're like okay and i was just i just saw the needle doing the bounce because you know every mini like does not stay at one speed it's like you could be doing 60 or 70 but it's like 50 70 50 70 yeah yeah, yeah. who knows yeah yeah, who cares (laughs) right wow hysterical i flew that car home and my dad was like he's like don't drive the car until it's legit (laughs) so i was like okay and uh let me tell you to get that car legit in the state of connecticut was an ordeal and a half because it had you guys have uh, strict uh strict laws over there or what we or, don't or unless laws or? N- no we we don't unless it's a gray market car uh, yeah, and the well, problem was my uncle who owned an auto body put a dealer plate on that car its whole life so well, well, what year was it it was a 67 so, but they made they made them here in '67, so that but it was a right-hand drive, so they kind of they knew the VIN. What what, what was it about it? There was no U, there was no U.S. paperwork on the car. Yeah, yeah. So the car the car came over from overseas. Back then, they got it over. They used to build houses and hide them. The from Portugal, they would bring marble over to like build a house or you know build a bar. And they would actually hide the minis with the stone <laughs> in the shipping container. That's how my uncle got a lot of his cars here. Because you didn't, you, you, you didn't have to pay to ship a car. You ship the stone, right. you put the car in, you made sure everything was safe. They would usually do two or three at a time. And that's how they brought minis over back then. That's probably how one of mine got here. Although, yeah. <laughs> excuse me, my... <clears throat> my S is actually a, a U.S. import car. Like it was, it was sold okay. here. So that one, that one should be legit. But my other one was is definitely a, a import of England of some sort. So who knows? <laughs> That's but, funny. Yeah, no, yeah <clears throat> so, so, so this this car had no title. It I had so I had nothing. Is it the one that's sitting behind you, or is it the tribute car? Okay, so or do you not have that one anymore? <laughs> um, 
Derek Calligraphy, the one who did the R1 swap out of Rhode Island. Okay. Um, he's a... Um, I don't know if you follow him on Instagram. It's the green R1. Probably, yeah. That is my first car. Gotcha. Yes. This is as close as I could get to it. Ah, uh, I see, I see. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it was in the fact that, like, he went looking for me because he's like, hey, I know Antonio wants a Mini. I know he really wanted a Mark One. And, yeah, he literally, like, he went out of his way to figure out where I was and get me the car and do the payment plan. Yeah, that's awesome. That's a cool story. I really like that story. But uh, you don't, you don't, so you don't still have it. What what happened? Is that the one that got away? (laughs) Okay, so let me, let me explain how this happened. So the first shop I was renting with my friend uh, a couple towns away. I needed okay. a big I needed a big down payment to start. It was basically the first time I started doing full restoration. So I sold the blue magazine car and the Mark One because it's like my family I, I have a few my actual uncle Jime, who was Julio's brother, he always said that there's gonna be more cars and when you see an opportunity you gotta take it and run with it. So mm-hmm. I actually went to his house. I sat down with him. I said, hey, I got this really good opportunity. Um, I could get into a body shop, and I got to sell both of my cars. And he said, you know, he goes, I'm going to leave it up to you. But he goes, he goes, if you figure out where you want to be in life and what you want to do, he said, the money and the cars will follow as long as you put out the quality and, you know, you go for your dream. So... I sold both cars and uh, currently trying to buy the blue one back, but uh, the other one went to Rhode Island. And what was cool about it is he, you know, and again, I I get it was a Mark one, but it wasn't a numbers matching, you know, it wasn't anything special. It was an 850 car. Mm -hmm. So he's like, Hey, I'm putting a square nose on it and I'm doing an R1 swap. And I'm like, I was like, can I, can I have the can I have all the parts you're not using? Right. So so the tribute car has the hood from that car, has the ignition um, and the key, has the taillights. Oh, that's has, cool though. Has everything from that car. So front subframe, like the list goes on and on. Whenever he didn't use something, he's like, "Hey man, just come get it." So I literally took the the tribute car is actually an 81 hl and it was my cleanest shell at the time and i took all the parts from my original mark one and i made my mark one tribute you know it's it's a very popular thing in japan where they take a later car and they mark oneify it yeah so that's basically how that car came about but it has a lot of original parts from my first mini which just made it that more sentimental yeah, that's super cool. I didn't know that it actually has mm-hmm. some of the, the parts from your first Mini. Yeah, it it does. And when we were doing the... It, it was it was tough because we had a Mark One bonnet, but then we had an 80s Mini. So mm-hmm. we had to make custom hinges that were further out than the inner Mark One style. And then inside the dash, 
we had to get rid of the pad. I welded the defrosters closed. It's all shaved. I right. put the Mark One switch panel in it. We shaved all the seatbelt holes because I'm putting lap belts in it because we always joke, but we die like men if we ever get hit in our mini. <laughs> <laughs> Even with the, the seatbelts. <laughs> yeah, I don't care if you have a three-point, a harness, like nothing's going to save you in that. So, yeah, so we we made it as Mark One as humanly possible. I mean... The only thing I wasn't going to do is, I like I said, I did the car down at the Silva's Auto, and Johnny, Julio's son, was like, you know, it's a collision shop, and it was the middle of COVID when we painted the car, mm-hmm. and he was like, he came out, and I had the little dummy right-hand drive tank thing you could buy, right? and, you know, I was getting the car ready for primer, and he's just like, and he, he knows a little bit about minis, but he knew enough to, like, just poked the bear that day and he goes, All this work, you're not you're not gonna put a right hand drive tank in it. And I'm like oh. I was like <laughs> I was like, all right. So I made a bunch of phone calls. I actually I had I had a right hand drive gas tank in about I'd say eight hours. Wow. And then yeah, I, I made I I like I went to the archives to find one, and then I finally found one, probably about an hour away. Uh, I traded a set of Mambas for the gas tank, and I said, "All right." I said, "I I thought that I was in the green right there, you know." I'm like, "No tires, Mambas." Yeah, yeah. For a for a right hand drive Cooper S tank, yeah, I was yeah. in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good trade. Yeah. So I got the I tank. I drilled the hole. We got the car ready for paint. <laughs> I have original Mambas and I have the JBW 10 by sixes and right. I, I, I like them both. It, it is, it's one of my favorite wheels, but mm-hmm. we'll, we'll get into that later. <laughs> yeah. 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 But, um, yeah. So anyway, so like the car, the car currently is painted at my house. It's a bare shell. Um, I've been posting pictures of the motor, um, bought a friend's 1310 and just kind of made it look like his, I made my own custom BMC green to kind of give it its own flair. It's a little bit darker, but I think it really fits nice with the car. Um, I just dropped the calipers off at Powder Coat. They're going like a purple sapphire chameleon color. Wow. And I'm just, I'm super excited. It's like, this is, everybody's like, hey, I got a dream car. I want a Lamborghini. I want a Ferrari. I want a McLaren. And I'm like, I want my uncle's car but built to my spec. Yeah, uh, update it just a little bit, but man, from the pictures you've posted, it looks very similar so far. And uh, that's the cool spot. Yeah, it's close. And you got the wheels, you got the the bump, the lip and everything. It's cool. Yep. Yeah, it's, I I love my balances. Like every car except this one has one of those balances, whether it's the Japanese one or that's actually... The one that's on there is a RGW from the 80s that was cut and modified to shorten it out because they were used on the race cars and they hang mm-hmm. low. I actually, I have one hanging on my wall at home in my garage mm-hmm. from an old race car and it has the inspection stickers on it. Oh, so that's cool. I just, it's it's wall art. I don't want to touch it. It's really cool. But um. Yeah, you could see how tall the balance is. Like, if you put that on a street cart, you would eat it up on the first bump. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
tell me a little bit about the uh, the red car, and you have a panel van too now, don't you? Yeah, I, I just got a panel van too. Yeah, so the the red car red car was another COVID project. So um, I had a green R fifty three that I was going to do an aero kit on, and I was uh, working at the dealer. I became like that OEM plus snob, which I hate to admit it because I said I would never do that. But um, I bought every carbon fiber 2003 and four Mini Cooper piece there was known to man. Right. And I spent like dumb money on shift knobs and e-brake handles and I had everything. So I decked out this car and I started running the business and I just finished painting the blue car or the purple one. My wife calls it the purple people eater because <laughs> she doesn't. And, and it actually just got the name Barney because now it's a purple car with a green engine. So I, I got to uh, deal with that. And all the guys at the shop are like, hey, why'd you paint the motor green? And I'm like, don't you have something to do? <laughs> Mind your own business. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about it. But anyway, so we sold that green R53 because the first car that came into my house to get work done was the red car. And it was all red, chrome flares, 12-inch wheels, those really cool Polk racing seats from somewhere in Europe. And the owner was like, I want to sell the car. And I was like, okay. And I was like, what exactly do you want me to do? And he said, put the stock seats back in, you know, just clean it up, get it running good. He goes, maybe we'll take the twins off, put a single carb on, and we'll sell it. So I'm like, all right. So I played around with the twins, got it running better first before I had it. I'm like, it doesn't make sense to spend money if you're going to sell it. Let's just kind of dial it in. We could put the stock seats for sale with the car, keep the racing seats in. Somebody might like that, and we'll right. go from there. And uh, and now we get the peak of COVID. Nobody's buying anything. Right. So I'm home. I'm bored. I message him. I'm like, hey. I know you want like, I think he wanted 12 for the car. I was like, I'll give you eight grand cash and I'll take the car as is. And he's like, oh, I don't know. I got a lot of parts with it, this and that. So we eventually negotiated to like $8,600 and I bought the car because I'm nice. like, so all the money, I, I took the money from the R53 and I bought that car and the wife helped me out too. So actually... We got married. Our anniversary is coming up. It was March 19th of 20 is when we got married. So my wife is awesome. She runs the business with me. She loves the minis too. She helped me and took some wedding money that we got and helped me buy the red car. So wow. as soon as that happened, it was officially her car. So <laughs> it, it, it it is her car, but I was allowed to do... You know, she's like, she's like, I'm going to let you do your thing. She's like, I want four spot lamps. I'm like, nah, they have a lot of issues, overheating, blocks the grill. So, like, I would give her reasons why she couldn't do her mods, but we made a tasteful car. We made a tasteful car together, and she put the interior together. She put the carpet in that car. Um, that car and this car were at our wedding, and it was just, it was a match made in heaven to add that car to our collection. Yeah, no, that car is super cool. It has a good stance. Everything looks like you said tasteful on it. It's a, it's a cool yeah, f- 
Yeah, it just it we call that one the caboose or it got the nickname Thomas from the mini group I'm in because I'm the last one in the line because it smokes really bad. The motor's actually coming out. You'll probably you'll probably see an update. The motor's probably gonna come out in about a week or so. And um I think we're doing the VMAX supercharger on that one instead. Hell yeah. I, like I, I think I think that's the car to get it. My tribute car, I have um Julio made custom ear cleaners out of like a piece of steel pipe for the twins. And I think it would kind of ruin the whole build if I put a supercharger on there and didn't keep his original carbs and air cleaners fully rebuilt. Yeah, I think that's the move for sure, at least at, at first. And if it's uh, you need to tweak it a little bit to your spec, then fine. Exactly. So, yeah, so the red, the red car is the red car has been to Fenway Park. Uh, during COVID, we'd wake up in the morning. Once we actually owned the car, we painted the roof white. We did the tens on it. I, you know, dialed it in. And me and the wife would wake up in the morning and be like, hey, what do you want to do today? And I'm like, let's take the red car and we'll just, we'll start driving and we'll get lost on purpose. And she's like, that sounds awesome. So here we are in the middle of COVID. No one's leaving their house. I start my car up. I actually became best friends with my neighbor who is now helping me remodel my shop. Um, that's Uncle Charlie, who I always refer to online. Right. And uh, he's my he helps me with contractor work and he does a bunch of stuff. But he, here I am, like it'd be seven in the morning, cold start. The whole neighborhood's like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> and me and her would start driving and we went to Boston. We went to upstate New York to Lebanon Valley. We went to Long Island to go see Mike Light and buy mini parts from him. Uh, yeah. We went to we went to Rhode Island to go see Tony Borges all the time, who's another big mini guy. Uh, I actually yeah. got the green car from him. And we just, it was the coolest year ever. We got married. We had two minis. We were driving the red car every day. Um I thought it was a 1275, but after further investigation, it is a 998 with a pocketed uh, block, and it has a 1275 head on it, which, uh... you know what? The final drive's amazing. It does 80 on the highway, and I laughed the whole time because it just, the car puts a smile on your face. It's a blast to drive. The racing seats are set up perfectly in it, and it's just- What final drive's in that? I think it's like three point like four. No, like that that would be. It's got to be like a three under three one or something like that. What's the next one? Because I have a three two. You have and, a three two, and I cru I can cruise at seventy. Like because three four, you're you can't. I don't think you can cruise at seventy. Again, that's, that's the I, I I was told the car had a twelve seventy five. It had like a three four final drive and like yeah, a, a bunch knows? of a bunch of other things. And I'm like. I could I'm be wrong. I'm not the best at gearing yet. <laughs> yeah, no, me, me, me neither. No, I actually, Every... I'm getting, an, I'm getting a gearbox built from my buddy who lives the next town over. He's doing a straight cut for me for the tribute nice. car. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. But... We'll, we'll re... Everyone's probably. Uh, I'll get someone <laughs> that knows what they're talking about with gears one day, and we'll we'll go over. It. But yeah, I'm pretty pretty sure the higher the number, the faster the acceleration. The faster acceleration. So more... it could be maybe yeah. it's a two eight or a two nine. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, that that's a possibility. Cool. Tell me but, a little about this panel van. <laughs> it looks like you started um 
you you put the your shop's logo on it now or what is that the new yeah, shop so uh, the tool hauler the the parts hauler <laughs> yeah so it, it's going to be the official like Leyland vehicle um our goal our end goal is to make it the be uh it's going to go back to the original blue and then we're going to do a white roof on it and we're going to do our logo and we're going to make it look like an old british like mail carrier or one of those triple a yeah. vans and yeah. kind of do the same thing like this on the side of the van right 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 and for those that are uh watching he or aren't watching he has his uh green mini that has the hand lettering of his shop's logo on it yeah, that's one of my favorite things when people do that. I, you know, that's one of the bucket list is the panel van, so I can have some sort of hand lettering on it. Um, that'd be cool. My uh, great grandfather had a, a a shop when he moved to California, and I believe it was called like All Makes or something like that. But I, I just always thought that'd be cool to have that like hand painted on the mini. We have his old ad with like his phone number. That'd be cool. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. So yeah, that's what we did on this, but. Yeah, like all the like the SoCal Speed Shop and Kuro Shelby and all those guys back then in the '60s. I mean, this is how they advertised. There was no yep. social media. You drove your car to the track with your name and phone number, and maybe you'd get a call on Monday morning. Yep, yep. What's the phrase? It's a race on Sunday, sell on Monday. Sell on Monday. <laughs> yep. There absolutely. <laughs> Dang. Yeah, that's cool. I dig it. I dig it. Um. Yeah, so I wanted to kind of jump back in. I know we kind of uh, talked about it a little bit, but uh, for you know those that don't follow you, what what kind of modifications other than the ones that you have are you doing to the tribute car and or the red car or any of your minis? So, like I said, um, red car is going to get the supercharger. We're going to keep the nine ninety eight. I'm going to go with a nice twenty over on it. Um, it has a twelve seventy five midget head which is okay. the 13, it's a 13, 16 with the smog ports. So um, I got a really nice 12G 940 for it. I'm going to put on it with the cool. supercharger. So I, again, I just, I want something that I wanted to put the supercharger in something that was just cool. And I hate to say it, my green car is my favorite, but if I parked a red car next to it at a show, my wife's car gets all the attention. Yeah, that's tough. It's tough. Yeah. Like they, they're, cool for their own reasons right it's just, the the it's, red car it's has that its pain. that presence yeah 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 no so it's so that's pretty much that as far as the tribute car goes the tribute car is just a one-off total custom build um the seats are out of a 71 sob sonnet we modified those to look like a 60s corbeau um i'm working on those 1968 bwa like hen's teeth rear wheels right now um i've brought them to like several people to try to fix them and we're at the point now where i have to do them in-house sand them by hand i'm gonna have to do some kind of body filler on them prime them and paint them because what's going on mm -hmm. with them that no one wants to touch them they're just really old and the aluminum is all pitted so mm. i can't i wanted to cut the lips on a lathe to give it a polish look Right. But um, no, everyone's like, I can't right. be respond like, because I'm like, they're like, how rare are these? I'm like, I'll never find another set. And they're like, <laughs> I can't be, I can't be responsible to fix these wheels. Yeah. So we'll do something cool with them. I'm gonna probably do them silver, and then the lug nut pockets. Maybe we'll do the color of the car. So we'll we'll figure something out. It it will look good. Just those wheels are just 
set for that car. Nice 10 by 5, no arch, chrome trim. You know, give it that Cooper S style, but period correct. Yeah, definitely. That's cool. I, I, I've enjoyed watching that build progress over the years. Let's jump into uh, your, your shop, Classic Leyland Restorations. How long have you had the shop? I, you know, not too long ago, you moved into the, that cool brick building, and you're kind of uh, you know, restoring the building, if you will. Yes, yeah, so we, um, we started working on cars out of the house during COVID. Um, it was, like I would say, like mid-COVID, I think like June of twenty is when we started taking cars on and, you know, out of the house, we put out some really cool stuff, but we got here and it's, it's just a whole different level. Um, yeah. I got a staff of me, the wife and six other people. Oh, awesome. uh, we just, yeah, we just put two new lifts in. We got a brand new spray booth right here. Um, and we're not just doing minis. We, uh, we just finished up a, uh, 67 GTO. We got a 69 Baldwin motion Corvette that, We've been waiting on fiberglass parts for for like the last three years. Really cool <laughs> project. Um, we got a 55 Chevy 6100 dump body truck that we're doing. And um, my favorite out of the minis is a 67 Triumph TR4 on a TR6 chassis we're doing as well. Dang, that's cool. So that, that's a really cool car. It was a father-son build. Um, his father passed away and now he's taken what his father gave him as far as inheritance goes and building the car to remember his father. That's awesome. I love those stories. Yeah. So it's cool. And then we got a bunch of Mustangs. We got two convertibles, uh, 64 and a half, which are like the Holy grail of Mustang convertibles. And then we got a 70 Mach one, which is a really cool car too. Wow. Dang, that's super cool. I mean, I, I like I said, I've followed your shop for a little while now. I'm seeing, you know, obviously I'm I'm there for the minis, but yeah, I've seen a yeah, lot of cool, of course. cool other projects come out of there. Yeah, it, we joke about it too, but like all the employees, like I'm like, guys, we, you know, we're doing this job, and they're like, what is it? I'm like, it's not a mini, and they're like, dude, we want to build minis. I'm like, I know. I was like, but you know, we gotta. <laughs> We're renovating the building. We got to keep everything going. I'm hoping we get to a point where, you know, business starts going really well and we could build shop project cars on the side and put out some really cool stuff. But we do have two cars that are going to be getting done hopefully this year. We have one we just put an R53 sunroof in. I it's was a... just about to ask you about that. <laughs> yeah, so we have the R53 sunroof car going candy apple red, crazy like Diablo metal flake. Wow. And then we have a orange JDM car we're doing a Jet Motors turbo setup on. Um, oh, it's cool. going to be 1293. Um, we're going to do full paint on that one as well. It's going to be a Volkswagen Porsche inspired build. Some crosshair headlights, black turbo Porsche Carrera emblems, turbo wow. baby Renault looking wheels. It's going to be a cool build. Dang, that's going to be super cool. And then my my favorite one is the all black Mark One that I always post, the 63 that we're Cooperizing. That one's got right. a Mini Mania 1293 motor in it. It's an absolutely stunning car. Um I'm really trying to convince the customer to do a red Cooper S brocade interior in it. I think it'd look really good with the black instead of just putting a black interior in it. So we're actually going to meet up 
probably in about two weeks, he's going to come see the progress on the car. And um, I'm going to do a couple sketches because I do like to draw as well. And uh, I'm going to do a couple renderings of what I would do if I had the car at this point. If he's listening, I concur that, I mean, just visually, that sounds like the, you know, the black with the red interior would be awesome. Yeah, it just, the engine's already painted red, the calipers are red, we did the springs red, red. it's a nice accent color, that interior in that car will just set it off, and it has an all black roof, it's not a contrasted car, it would look really sharp. Right. Yeah, I would for sure. I agree. So and again, I'm a typical yeah, no, purist, so to say. I guess that's what the guys say at the shop. <laughs> yeah, no, I listen. I am as well. I I I love to joke around with everyone with Honda swaps and this and that. But you know, I I, I think all minis are cool for sure, and they're all fun. But deep down inside, I'm a Mark One purist. <laughs> Yeah, and that's I, I never thought I would get to that point, but like with this with the green car, like I went and found a date coded turn signal switch. Um I found date coded glass because the glass was broken. What happened was this car actually had a tree fall on it. And if you go back on my Instagram, you can see pictures of it when I picked it up and everybody's like, Oh, you know, like what are you gonna do with that? You gotta put a new roof on that car and I'm like I don't know. I'm like, I'm going to get it and I'll figure it out. And we actually took a porta power. We made a piece of wood the size of the roof and we pushed the roof up and we saved the car. Dang. Look at that. Yeah. That's so, a cool, cool survivor car. It's got the, mm-hmm. you know, the, the cool patina on it. And the, now the uh, hand painting painted lettering. It's cool. We just did. I'm actually going to post it later because I'm excited because when I pulled it into the booth, we just took a, another 850 exhaust I had kicking around, and we made a center Monte Carlo-style exhaust on it yesterday. Oh, awesome. Yeah, Super so cool. just, it's, it's just an 850. It's a magic wand, which if you haven't driven a magic wand, like I think it's the greatest thing ever because at no time do you know what gear you're going back into. <laughs> it's just it, it's it's phenomenal. I, I love it. I really do. And all the mini, they're like, they're like, you like the magic wand? I'm like, yeah, it's just, it's, it's British. It's, it's 1960- a part of the car. Yeah. It's the part of it's the It's 1963. Like I put my Bluetooth speaker on the dash. I put my Beatles on and I drive this car and I'm like, man, it must've been awesome to like see this car when it was new off the showroom floor. Oh yeah. I think about that all the time. Yeah. Antonio, are you ready for the uh, Patty probe? I am ready. All right. Uh, for those that might be new listening, Patty Probe, uh, random questions that we have here. Could be rapid fire. Typically not because we're blabbermouths. So first one, what's your favorite mini variant? My favorite mini variant would be any Mark I two-door saloon. I can't disagree with that. I added a few new Patty Probe questions, so I'm going to throw one out here, and I think this one's okay. relevant to you. What is your favorite classic mini color? Ooh, so that's a really tough one because... There's a lot of them, but... <laughs> there's a lot of them. Um, I'm definitely going to say Almond Green, without a doubt. Um, it's my second Almond Green car. 
Um, there's a really close Porsche color called Artarium Green off a of 58 Speedster. And yeah. uh, eventually I would like to build a Mini that color. So when you park it on the side of an almond green, people kind of double take. Yeah, definitely. I love almond green too. I um, I was always a British racing green guy, um, especially before I really knew all the colors. And then when I saw almond green in person, I was like, wow. It just uh, it's a, I, I'm a green guy for sure, but man, yep. almond green <laughs> is a great color. Great color. Um, let's see. How many minis have you owned over your life? Oh, geez. Uh, so we were talking about it the other day with new ones and classic ones. We were doing a list if we're not counting parts cars. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's, it's right around like 14, 15. Wow. That's a good number. That's goals for a lot of people. Uh, let's see here. A series Honda swap or other. I mean, there's no question about it. It's a series all day. I mean, I wouldn't be into this car if it wasn't for the fact that the oil runs the transmission and it was totally the craziest thing I've ever heard of. <laughs> so true. I haven't had anyone that says uh, anything other than a series yet. I've had a few people that have had Honda swaps or have driven Honda swaps and no one's, no one's going for it yet. I think I, I could be wrong. I forget, but I'm pretty sure everyone said a series. Yeah. A series no, for I, life, I, baby. Yeah. Hey, don't fix anything. That's not broken. <laughs> exactly. Uh, what's your favorite mini modification, either one that you've done or one that you, uh, really want to do. Um, as far as modifications, I'm going to have to go center exit exhaust is my favorite, like a twin upswept pipe. I think you could take any mini variant, put that on the back and it just, it looks sharp. Yeah. It, does. And it sounds like... even, it sounds even better. Yeah, definitely. Uh, 10 inch, 12 inch or 13 inch. I, I only allow tens. Uh, if a car comes in on 13s, we ask them why. And at least get them to go. At least get them to go twelves if they have like eight point four brakes, but tens all day of the week. I agree. I think that there's there's a few thirteens that look good on a few you know wide arch minis, but I feel like the twelve if you're you know especially if you have a bigger power mm -hmm. plant or something like that, you have a lot of horsepower. I feel like you can get get away with a twelve and a and a fat tire on there. Yeah. If not, tens look look the best in my opinion. But well, my my shop foreman actually owns my. I had that Fortec car with the wide flares. Yeah. So my shop foreman actually owns that car now, and I'm really excited to see us build that too. He's going to be doing it on the side, but um, he's an old mini trucker from the '90s, and um, we're talking about possibly doing something crazy like air ride on that car. Oh, wow. Interested to see that. I'll be following. Yeah. I'm very excited to see what he does with that. So at, the car is back here at the shop. It did go away. Uh, another friend was going to like build it through the shop, but then we found him a 997 Cooper, and now he's doing the 997 Cooper, and my shop foreman, Jeremy, is building the Fortec wide-body Mark One car. Dang, awesome. Look forward to it. 
next question. What is the most pain in the ass job on the mini? We're going to have to go with Mark three and up changing either the choke cable or the heater cable with the padded dash. Cause you got to lay underneath of it. And then somebody before you put the nut on way too tight and you can't get in there and you start learning every curse word imaginable and sometimes take the front seats out. <laughs> It'd be easier to just pop the seats out to try to lay down in there. Yeah. <laughs> the, the Mark ones had it made in the shade cause the switch panel just goes in with the two Phillips screws and it's like, all right, cool. Hey, thanks right. for thinking of us guys. And then they're like, Oh, we got to, put a padded dash because god forbid you crash the car and the bottom of the dash isn't padded <laughs> <laughs> oh man yep 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 uh if you could have a drink coffee beer tea drink of choice with one mini celeb who would it be so i thought long and hard about this one because i've been watching the podcast and I think the coolest answer would be Jin with Sir Alex's Agonis because what made him come up with anything close to this idea and the fact that he was drinking when he designed the car on a bar napkin is even cooler. I love so, that answer. I'm surprised it's the first, <laughs> first time I've heard it. And as we all know, if, if you don't know, the Mark I door pocket is wide enough to fit a bottle of gin. That was his design. <laughs> For his family vacations. Yes. <laughs> I, I, I forget who it was. Maybe it was you, the bottle of the gin in the, in the, the pocket, and then the, the ashtrays in the back for the kids. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, that, hey, it was it was a different, you know, you put as many people as you could fit in a car, like all the world records they did. And like, there was no rules right. back then. There was no safety. People would be like, can you remove the seatbelt? Like, I sit in my seat and it's uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Oh, man, that's funny. Um, well, that, uh, that's about it for the Patty Probe. Antonio, I appreciate you being on here. Uh, we had a little technical difficulty, so I'll, I'll splice this bad boy together, and I'm sure it will turn <laughs> out fantastic for everybody. Um, and uh, so it's Classic Leland Restorations on Instagram, I believe. That's your yes. shop. Awesome. Everyone go follow his shop. Check out his builds that are coming up. And uh, again, man, I appreciate you being on. And maybe we'll uh, do one again later on and get some updates with some of the builds in the shop and stuff like that. Yeah, that that would be awesome. Thank you so much for having me. Like I said, I, I love what you're doing. The mini community is so tight niched and, you know, it's the only car that comes with friends. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I truly believe that as well. I really do. All right, brother. Thank you so much. Everyone, catch you on the next one. Peace.